Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, yeah let's, let's start. Obviously, today. Yeah, let's, uh, let's yeah. open the floodgates. <laughs> wow. Um, no, no. All jokes aside, we, we we wanted to kind of um, you know today actually we did have another kind of Tuesday tune-in plan, which was. Actually, about boots, funny enough. Um, uh, we're actually going to do that next week because next week we've got a, a biggie. Um, and we thought, you know, with all the, the, the questions we had, a, like yesterday was one of the busiest days we've had in probably the last 12 months um, for the team here. And, and well done to all the Yetis on that. I know it was really busy, um, obviously, because there's a lot of challenges at the moment with weather. Mm. Um, you know, over in Nepal, I think unless you've been um, hiding under a rock, uh, you, you'd see that there's been a lot of delays over in Nepal um you know and and that comes with its, its challenges um and we thought well let, let's talk about it because obviously there's a lot of questions um you know we thought we can we can chat about it directly as well and yeah obviously we tried to address some of it yesterday we, we sent a little video just some faqs just around specifics around trips and we hope that helped in in some way um uh, you know and obviously we've had people who rescheduled because you know of the issues that they they kind of want a bit more certainty and you know we we understand that yeah um, because when there's bad weather, you know, it, it is hard and you know, it is, especially if your, if your trip gets affected, um, you know, in our experience and even our team's experience, who've been operating far longer than us over in Nepal, um, even they've said that they've never seen it quite like this. Um, have they, you know, no, speaking, well, it, to, speaking to the team, I it's, do you know what? It's really difficult not to pun? Cause I almost said it's been a perfect storm, but it, it, I didn't wow. want to do that just yet, but no, it has been yeah. a sort of a. You know, we had the obviously every, every time we come into September, there's always like an elevated risk of weather delays in yeah. September because the monsoon. Well, the monsoon did stretch slightly into October and then there's this cyclone that's come. And yeah, it's been a really difficult thing. Um, I want to give a shout out to all the ever trackers that are out there at the moment. I know it's been a difficult challenge in time and, yeah. you know, we've had to be flexible and adapt to that because yeah. it's been really tricky to kind of do things. And we've been really working around the clock to try and make sure that every trip that we do is salvaged um, yeah. and your dream of getting to EBC is fulfilled. It is yeah. tricky because Ramachap, I was chatting to Anuj over there. Many of you guys will know or heard of Anuj. Mm. He's their head of operations over in Nepal. And um, right in the middle of Dashain, the biggest festival of the year, 
um, we have a thousand people, um, not us, but everybody, all the adventure mix, travel companies. Yeah, all the adventure travel companies had a thousand people stuck yeah. in Mantali, which is near Ramachap, um, unable to move or waiting for the same transports to come and re relieve them and get them to the mountains or yeah. get them home. So yeah, it's been um, it's been eventful. Yeah, um, and and yeah, the perseverance and and positivity that's been shown has been has been quite uh, encouraging. And, um, yeah, but it, it it highlights, and maybe I even think that perhaps we had such a long time during COVID where we weren't doing trips, yeah. we almost kind of forgot what adventure travel can be like. Yes, we've been stuck. Lots of other people have got mm. stuck. It's really, really tricky. And we are going to a really, really remote area of the world yeah. where there are no roads, no cars, no buses, no anything really other than flight. And flight can only happen if there's good weather. So exactly. it's been really tricky. But, yeah, um, it's, you know, the, the, the team have come together and especially the team in Nepal because obviously they've been stretched and, um, you know, Anuj just uh, essentially has been stretched a lot. But, you know, he, Obviously, this is very rare occurrence for, for this to happen. So, yeah, um, obviously, without starting on a downer, but that was obviously it's been it has been challenging, uh, you know, incredibly um, difficult to kind of manage. But, you know, we, we'd, we'd rather be doing this kind of stuff than obviously during the pandemic. We couldn't do this stuff at all. So, yeah, like, you know, um, we always talk about and, and the wall, the other side of this wall here, there's a neon sign as you walk into the office saying it's all about all part of was it all about the journey yeah i should remember what my own say it was but it is um all about the journey and the journey sometimes isn't always a straight road no um you know we'll always always work hard to make sure that it's straight as we can make it but obviously there's there's things that you know can can upset that and have bumps in the road and any changes we make anything like that at all is, is always for the uh number one obviously is safety because obviously if you can't fly you know we want to make sure that get into to, to where you can where you need to get to is is a safe way to get there yeah um you know and and at the moment lately it's it's been mad because not only have there been situations where the obviously the, the, the planes can't fly but also helicopters haven't been able to fly in certain instances yeah. um, which, which which is nuts um you know and, and we were watching that aftershock documentary yesterday wow we? if anyone hasn't um, seen that on net brilliant by the way brilliant like wow i mean mm. It's I'd, I'd heard about the devastation, but I must confess mm. to not seeing the devastation. But yeah. particularly in Langtang, Langtang village, yeah, what happened upset, there is, mm. yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's in that was that was crazy. But yeah. they, but they talk about one thing that you know helicopters don't like to fly. That's it. During bad wind and heavy cloud, because in those clouds can be little rocks and things like rocks, that. Yeah, and that, yeah. that was it. That because was point, yeah. you know the winds in the Himalaya are so <clears> powerful. You've all seen those plumes that come off Everest. Well, it happens on lesser peaks as well. Yeah. And all of that stuff comes down off the high peaks, six, yeah. seven, eight thousand meters, and comes down through the air. Yeah. So there's a lot of considerations with, with helicopters. Mm. One of the other tricky things as well, which we've realized recently, is you know, we always want to go from A to B in a helicopter. Yeah. But the helicopter's got to get from point one to point eight yeah so we can start so there's a lot it's 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 like a giant elaborate chess match with like people and helicopters yeah. and you've got to try and maneuver everything logistically so, challenging so you can definitely. do it so yeah absolutely uh it's been it's been an interesting couple of days but yeah again remaining positive do you know what yeah. as stressful as it is it's not as stressful as not being able to run trips because of exactly. a pandemic yeah. so yes i think we're all us and and every ever track is still very fortunate that we can go to nepal and and, yeah. and and do these adventures exactly and 
you know, it, no, it, that isn't using the pandemic as kind of an excuse for what's happening. It's obviously we're, you know, doing what we can um, for our ever trekkers, and <clears throat> it's good to see. You know, we've had a lot of positive message and a lot of like, look, guys, we know you can't control the weather. You're doing everything you can, and look, we we really love that positivity. Um, that shows the true ever trekker spirit. Yeah. So, um, you know, thanks to to all ever trekkers that are going through this. I know it's not easy. Yeah. We've been stuck. We've been delayed ourselves. I know people on the on the live would have been in the same situation. Yeah. But anyway, wanted to give a little bit of context about what we're going to talk about. So sorry to start off up there. Let's let's bring it back up there, Tui, because when these things happen, there's always something we can do. Um, and like obviously what we've been going through the last kind of month, really, um, especially over the last kind of week, uh, even more so because it's um, obviously the amount of people are over there. There are generally things we can do weather delays the the, the thing we, we we try and limit as much as possible is is impact on the itinerary yeah so essentially when you when you arrive on a trip you say let's just use everest base camp i know there's other routes out there like gokio valley three peaks three passes island peak Merapi. you know there's other trips in that area um and kind of annapurna is, is different to this because you don't have to go to look there different part of nepal and essentially during that time period let's say 15 days we've got we want to get you to Everest Base Camp. Um, now, very, very rarely, I, I can literally count on one hand the amount of times that we've had to change itineraries over the last six and a half years, yeah. which is mad, really, because actually that has probably been tripled in the last three days. I know, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm, I, I am uh, having to get some more hands, but like, yeah, 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 up, yeah. up until this last batch, um, yeah. up until sort of, I would say, mid last week. Yeah. I think maybe once or twice, if that. Yeah, I definitely yeah. know of one that I can recall. I'm going to yeah. go twice just in case I forgot one. No, this, where, yeah, it's just rare, isn't it? Where we've had to amend itineraries. Now, mm. it is that's the hardest bit, really, because you've got to make a call. Yeah. And you, you have to make that call at a time that's pretty uncertain. So it's really easy if, like, the weather and everybody would say, this is what is going to happen in three to four days. What would your decision like to be? But of course, the weather doesn't do that. Yeah. We have to kind of use our best guess of what it's going to be and then weigh up the options. And some of those things were like, it may get better. It may not. Yeah. Some flights may run. Some yeah. may not. All of those thousand people that are stuck may get out. Some of them may not. Yeah. So then we have to make a call in real time. OK, do we persevere with the plan or do we go with an alternative? Yeah. And we have had to go with a couple of alternatives. Yeah, recently. we have. I mean, um, in rare occasions, um, we've had to, I, I, and this was probably I don't know, it was last year or year before, there was, um, luckily it was, a, it was a small group and they couldn't get to, I think they were delayed by three or four days. And then uh, obviously our news was like, why don't we kind of shift to the Annapurna region because we can physically get there. Yeah. Um, and we discussed those options with the Evertrekkers and um, they were like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, we did say to them, look, we know this is nuts and we want to get you to Everest. It's not going anywhere. Let's have that chat when you get back. But for now, I just wanted you to enjoy your time in Nepal as much as possible. Yeah. So we put an itinerary together that was in Annapurna region because we can when well, we can drive to the start of that trek. You can fly there as well. Um, uh, but you know, obviously, you, you can physically get there if it's bad weather. Um, and if that bad weather doesn't go away for a week, we can still maximize your time. And they came back from that, and loved it. Obviously, the Annapurna region is amazing. Um, so that is uh, an option. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know there's probably a lot of questions around it as well. So we'll, we'll come on to that. But the point is, is that when you've got a fixed amount of time to work with, we obviously want to try and limit the impact as much as we can. Uh, this week, there's been a few um, obviously questions and, and like, oh, what you know, why is it changing this kind of thing? 
and it's something that we, we physically have to do we always you know because this is adventure travel because this is um you know you're in a remote region that we, we have to remain a little bit flexible when it comes to these itineraries um obviously in an ideal world we'd say look your itinerary is not going to change but in the way we've worked we have to remain it because for safety for the restriction of time um for logistical reasons we, we have to try and remain as flexible as we can so to anyone that's obviously listening and, and is going on a trip or on a trip you know because i don't know if there's anyone that's actually on um a track who's who's on here at the moment just going through some of the comments um if it is i hope you're all well hey vicky's in dingboche oh here we go hey, as we say that Victoria, how you doing <laughs> hey vicky oh i mean i Was feel like done as well yeah i feel like i've been waiting a long time for uh, victoria i mean i hope, <laughs> hope you're having an awesome time on that trip yeah. honestly you know i gave a shout out last week to all the the people um, particularly yeah. diane who was like always positive on strava um, well, thank you, everybody, by the way, for now spamming me on Strava. I really Is appreciate it. following you on Strava? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Everyone's not spamming. One person's spammed, <laughs> and I'll give you a clue. His name's Bri Bri McAlpine. Um, and I think he, like, double and triple liked every activity in the past 18 months. But Victoria, <laughs> wow, I want to say, we've not really had a chance to speak at one point. It's a little yeah. bit of a digression. You can reel me in in a minute. Okay. Um, I'll get my And after out. I had my knee injury and we talked about it, Victoria was one of the first people to message me oh, and, nice. uh, and and say like you know hope he gets better hope he gets it so yeah. i've always had a bit of a soft spot but, um <laughs> and she opened the floodgates i did have a lot but i don't like victoria sticks in my mind because it's one of the first that i got i can imagine after a bit, yeah big injury and you get a message so victoria blaming you for the tears all right <laughs> just no 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 she's awesome and um no, no. yeah it's, yeah it's a good crack as well so um uh yeah so back to the back to the rain yes unfortunately um but no uh vicky i hope you're all good um sorry well, i kind of lost my thread now where i was going yeah that's right with the with the changes the, yeah. the changes and things like that we just wanted to, to basically talk about the options because change of itinerary is, is kind of a last resort before then we look at obviously uh, you know transport uh whether that's especially in the everest region generally the only time you can get there is is if there's bad weather is chop is, is choppers or helicopters um there was a lot of questions around helicopters now the, the, the big thing about them is that obviously we, we don't own these companies. These are external companies we've used. Um, and, you know, sometimes they're quite hard to, to, to tie down. It's very different to how it works, like in, in the Western world, especially in the UK, where you can kind of pre-book them. You can, um, you, can, you can get a set amount for them. Literally, we could negotiate, and, and, and Anuj, who, who manages this situation um, for the helicopters, obviously he's dealing with a lot of groups as well. But essentially he he tries to get um, access to these helicopters now these are the same helicopters that are actually rescuing people as well so which is a priority then if they're available it depends where they are because when we when we organize these helicopters they give us a price yeah and it's not just the price per person there's like what they call it a stand, a, uh they, they call a it a posi fee? positioning positioning fee but, but so we don't charge they, that no to our customers, no we no kind way. of they, they kind of swallow that don't they yeah but it's still, it's it's things we have to negotiate because obviously there's, um, are they in Kathmandu? Are they got yeah. to get to Ramachap? Are they in Lukla? They got to get to Ramachap. Have they got to refuel? There's a, there's a lot of things that go into it. It's not just what the per person charges. Um, so that's one thing. But also as well, we is that they're not always available. No, um, it, which is always then we're like, oh, let's get these choppers, and and they're kind of, they'll give you one price, and then five minutes later they'll call back and say, sorry, we've just got a price for this. It's now double, and which is always really really challenging because you're like no 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 we we agreed this yeah um generally 
isn't it? Anuj is pretty strong when it comes to yeah. Well, so that it, all you have to do is Google Nepal helicopter rescue, and you'll have plenty of articles to read that'll give you an idea of how difficult that industry can be to navigate. Yeah. We're very fortunate to have yeah. Anuj um, and the team out there who have a really good relationship with a really good mm -hmm. legit helicopter rescue company yeah. that operates as close as we can to Western standards. But there are only X amount of helicopters in the region mm -hmm. at any one time. Yeah. And we have had people who have, um, I think a couple of years back, you know, called the helicopter company, got a price. And we weren't there to kind of like yeah, help yeah. it. Yeah. And then it doesn't turn up and you call it and then, okay, yeah. we'll send it in two hours, but the price has gone up to this much. So you knew, you know, we have a news so, so helpful. Who's like on the phone negotiating, making yeah. sure that it arrives and that the price is agreed. Yeah. And also we don't make a penny on that, by the way. We don't, we don't, no, no, we, we when don't it comes to helicopters, involved. yeah, we don't, it's not a product we sell. No. Literally like whatever the price is, is the price you, yeah. you know, we, we pass on. We don't make any, any money on it at all. And we've got no interest in doing so. But yeah, it is, um, it's a tricky industry, I think. And I think yeah. it, is, it is just in Nepal. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those where I think, because we talk a lot about helicopters whenever there's weather issues. Yeah. So naturally we've been talking a lot about them. And it is one of those things that we do say, like we, we, we do our best to look after you and we do our best to take care yeah. of you. But even helicopters have their restrictions, right? They're still, they're, they're not necessarily a, a go-to for any scenario. No, it's, it's an option we can, we can lean on. And, and obviously these are especially, um, you know, with, with these, these are costs that are additional costs as well. Obviously, we, you know, because of the costs of them um, and the type of transport, obviously, we don't get involved in that. Um, so, obviously, these are, and, and it can be a surprise, you know, we're, we're trying to, uh, to some of the people, you know, they're like, yeah, cool, yeah, we knew it was an extra cost. Other people have said, oh, you know, we wish we knew, um, you know, which is, is fine. And, and, and if there's information we've got to make clear, we will. Um, but, yeah, whenever there's, there's helicopters, obviously, because these are additional costs, um, you know, it's good to have some, kind of obviously some cash for that because it's sometimes it's like you're know, finding three four hundred pounds isn't easy and no, you know yeah. we understand that it's just an option that we can bring in um for going you know um basically for if that's an option um so yeah so we've got the change of itinerary we've got the helicopter situation normally as well we've got because we have kind of uh, days built in uh, acclimatization days and not that we want to affect climatization but they're built in just to make it a bit easier. It doesn't mean, you know, we, we can, we could, we, we, physically you can skip those days, so, but that's only if you're delayed by a day. The difficulty is then if you're delayed by like three to five days, Yeah, it's kind of like, well, like that itinerary isn't going to work for you now because of obviously the, you know, because of where you've got to get to logistically. Um, it might mean that for instance, if you go to Gokyo Valley and you've lost three days, obviously then the, the only, the only way and, and you want to get a base camp is to go straight there instead of, because you just haven't got enough time. Yeah. Um, and I know that's like massively frustrating because obviously if it was me, um, I remember the first time I went to Everest and this was before uh, Evertrek was a thing. Um, I was doing the the three passes, um, but I was doing it um, kind of anti-clockwise. And so I went to base camp first because that was my ultimate goal. But because the weather was so bad, um, all the passes were closed. And I was like gutted. I was like, yeah, I wanted to do that. But you know what? I look back on it and I was, for me, it was about getting to Everest Base Camp. Uh, obviously, I, you know, I lost out because I wanted to do the, the three peaks, three passes. But ultimately, the weather, you know, and, and I did go in winter, so this is different. Um, and I, I got stuck in Lukla for four days. Um, you know, so I've I've had those things happen, and it's very frustrating. Yeah. But 
obviously know that we'll do whatever we can, you know, in, in terms of the time constraints to make sure, firstly, with the ultimate goal is to get to Everest Base Camp. And if not, we'll, we'll, we'll try and create some sort of trip that you'll you'll remember. And obviously we use Annapurna as a region. As, 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 as Marky V said there, you know, don't, use, don't see Annapurna as less. I know it's less in terms of height, in terms of mountains, but in terms of areas, just as beautiful yeah, as no, the Everest area. It is. It just you doesn't know? have that. The one thing is it doesn't <laughs> yeah. have Everest. Yeah. You know, Everest is the draw. It's mm. the biggest mountain on earth. Everyone wants to see Everest. Yeah. But in terms of everything else about Annapurna, like, yeah. you know, it's it's 50-50. Some people that have done both say Annapurna is the one you want to go to. That's the more beautiful one. Yeah. You know, it, and, and you can have some really good debate about the Everest region versus Annapurna. But yeah, yeah it's certainly not less of a trek. And yeah. the weather is one of those things that sadly, even Yetis can't control. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, we are loathe to kind of change itineraries, and but we, we do this in conjunction. Mm -hmm. So if you were out there and we had these decisions to make, we'd have a discussion with you, tell you what your options are. Yeah. Sometimes neither of those are ideally what you wanted to do, but we have to yeah. do something in order to salvage a trip. We can't afford just to sit in Kathmandu and wait yeah. it out because, you know, we have to get you there. We have to get you to the mountain so you can do it yeah it's um yeah it, it, it it's it's, Ooh, it's a challenging time hopefully the weather's yeah, gonna yeah, start yeah. to get better now i think towards the end of the week beginning of next week um the weather's going to improve yeah and we, we fingers crossed isn't it yeah, yeah exactly there's a gap of about three days yeah, before that, it comes back that's again. not a promise <laughs> yeah, you know, know like you know any, it, yeah, yeah. any of you that have ever been trekking in wales will understand that <laughs> the the forecast means nothing yeah. Um, the Himalaya, I, I always say, it reminds me a lot about Wales sometimes with its it weather. It changes like that, know, right? Like, like, like Scotland, parts of the UK, you know, it's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, literally, I remember one time walking up to Namshi and I got sunburned and then the next day I got drenched. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's like you, you just you just don't know you what never know. you never know what you're going to get. It's um, but but honestly, it's all part of the adventure. It's yeah. all part of the journey. It's why adventure travel has the word adventure in it yes you know we we always used to say back in the early days you know that these trips are not not holidays well yeah um, they're not for everyone you may yeah. have to take some holiday in order to get it yeah but it is an adventure <laughs> yeah. and what makes an adventure an adventure in my opinion a lot of the time is that uncertainty is yeah. that having to sort of willingness to adapt in real yeah. time to situations and, and almost just follow your nose and and find your way there and mm. honestly the harder the journey the greater the prize and I honestly think Love that I honestly think that like the harder it is for you to get a base camp, the bigger the achievement when you actually get there. Yeah, I I agree with that. And and all of this, you know, is, is I suppose the big message, um, hopefully we're getting across, um, is that obviously we're on your side. We'll do everything we possibly can physically um to to, to help and, and, and get you guys on these trips and make it happen. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. Um, I, I still got it. Still got it, mate. Still all got it all this later, time. All these years. I've never known him. <laughs> so it went down the wrong way. I've never known you not have a snivel. Uh, I'm, I'm all right. The nose is fine. It's have just literally. A, have you got a tissue on you? I have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've always got one. Um, well, that's because of my, my, my yeah. wallet. But no, and, and, and like I said, I just want everyone to understand that, you know, um, I know a lot of you have been on trips with us already. A lot of you maybe are thinking um, about your upcoming trip as well. And, and obviously the. The pressures that are coming with that now because obviously the the, the message you received from us yesterday was like look guys you know options to reschedule if you want to and if you want to do that because i know uncertainty isn't for everyone you can go to um we, we, can, we can push you to the spring where the spring you know historically has been um less impacted um i think obviously because the climbing season's there as well 
weather is 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 definitely more reliable in the spring um whereas you go in uh, sort of away from winter instead of coming out of the monsoon um obviously it's, it's, it's just different yeah but you know just to kind of finish off because obviously we've got a lot of questions i want you i want you guys um you know to obviously any questions at all about any of this do drop them in um but i just want all everyone to realize that we're on your side um the team are working very hard out there if you're out there and you know you see some of our team and they're a little bit stressed um you know it, it's because it's it's a lot going on there's a lot of groups out there and um you know also just realize that human beings you know they're, they're doing their best and you know they as, as we spoke to a news yesterday you know and customers he says like customers are like god to him you know um and he wants you to look after his god um and that's that's what he you know and, and he's you know because he's he's had a challenging time of news hasn't he he's uh, well, well. you need you, know, you need to you know relax a little bit but um obviously we're pulling in some more people out in the pool to help out but um i don't think he's he's ever spent so much time on the road to ramachap no yeah he <laughs> he has literally done he's been back and forth yeah. to ramachap a number of times and he's worked all through Deshane as well which is yeah. you know it's just like us working through christmas and not even stopping to celebrate one so yeah. he's done a great thing dave really appreciate your comment um six really appreciate i mean honestly those types of comments oh, thanks, dave. they get us right there because <laughs> sometimes it, it you do like all weekend i've been you know on my computer or on my phone pulling over the car to stop and answer messages and stuff like that and um i, I you know we do it because we really care about you guys and money to have an awesome trip yeah. so it really does nice andrea makes a good point there as well that yes it has to be safe you know and that's yeah, our main that's yeah, our yeah, main yeah. priority because if you go back 30 years ago some of these flights to look they were probably wing it right they, yeah literally they, they would try they would try and land they? and, and is, nuts, really it's why it's got its reputation as the world's most dangerous airport it's not the world's most dangerous airport. well it might be yeah. but it, it it's got that reputation because yeah. of people taking risks in the weather and we don't like they don't do that anymore i would much rather send people on a trip that's perhaps a little bit different a little bit shorter than what they were intended yeah than fly them into the side of a cliff i've always said that and always said that that's fair that's yeah fair. it's always said that like and i can get like a hundred percent of everyone we've ever sent on a trip has come back alive yes and we want to maintain right. that record let's, don't let's, we let's, let's not tempt it let's touch, touch wood. Wood. <laughs> let's touch wood yeah but um yeah what do you reckon should we dive into some cues yeah we've, we've got a couple haven't we we've got we've got some good ones yeah and um obviously not not just about um nepal other, other countries as well because weather can affect any trip um but yeah uh, thanks peter as well um i appreciate that mate yeah it is a bit mad but uh uh, we're all good we're all good it's just this is what we hear guys this is this is our um you know this is our, our job and we love it and, and we, we want to make these things happen for you guys mm. um but and uh, are the refuges where we sleep at tukal as cold as the tea houses in everest it's a good question actually i'd say no um no it, it it's different up there obviously if you go in during winter you can't get around it it's going to be cold you're going to be wearing your down jacket you're going to be in that sleeping bag with probably more than just your underwear um but certainly I think the tea houses and Everest, in terms of the way they're built, I mean, the refuge, the walls are thick. It's quite warm, actually, inside, isn't it? In the well, 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 I had heat exhaustion, so um, <laughs> I was both sweating and shivering the entire time. So maybe you would be best to give an actual say... example of what it's like. But I'd, I've, I'd, I've been in some lodges, particularly in Nepal, where yeah. you've been, you know, you need your sleeping bag. Yeah. Where I mean, in Tupkal, I didn't really need it. Yeah, I didn't feel it that it's on top of you, right? Also, it's like, it's it's a dormitory right so there's yeah. more people in there so yeah. naturally yeah, that's it'll, true it, it'll yeah. Up, you know? yeah but um awesome uh 
Rob Oakley says, yes, the long range 14 day forecast looks improved. Is this our understanding? Uh, if so, do you anticipate the backlog clearing question. in the next couple of weeks? Oh. Rob, great question. It is our understanding that the weather is going to improve um, at least for a few days. Uh, yeah, I, I think it. it's going to get much better, which does kind of match up with when we've got people arriving, which is good. Then yes. it goes a little bit ropey again. Yeah. And then it kind of improves in the in the over the 14 days, like you've said. I we, we, the backlog will get cleared certainly. Um, yeah. It's a matter of know. time. It's, it's it's a matter of time now. And yeah, with all the other companies as well as ours, isn't it? That with with you know, there's a lot of Evertrekkers out there, but there's also a lot of um, a lot of other customers. Uh, yeah, other companies were stuck. I mean, we've seen it in Lukla. You know, when we were stuck there and the weather's bad, mm. and then all of a sudden they get a weather window. Those planes arrive thick and fast, yeah. and they turn around in about fifteen minutes and go it's back. Crazy, and then they it? turn around again and come back, and it, it's like it's non-stop. And then you've got choppers landing. So, yeah. you know, the, and this, you know, the team are used to it. So I honestly can say that, yeah, the backlog will get cleared. Um, and then it's just a matter of getting you all up to base camp. Yeah, exactly. Um, just reading Mark's, um, Mark EV's comment. Honestly, safety is everything. I was at EBC October 14. Uh, when the cyclone hit Annapurna region. Wow, mate, that must have been, that must have been nuts. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know, it is, as Mark, e, Mark says there, you know, um, yeah, you want you want to cover this on your side, you know, that looks after you. Uh, <laughs> although Jim is right, they couldn't afford your bar bill. That's right. Well, you know, Nick was there for ten days, and I, he was with Brian, so that bar bill was significant. I believe that the um, <laughs> in Kathmandu, I believe the barman is still recovering from exhaustion. He is, is it? Yeah, PTSD. I yeah, no, and I think he's, I think he's actually got repetitive strain injury from Paul and things <laughs> like for, for so long. 10 days in Canada. Um, wow, wow. It's worse places to be stuck, right? But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they had such a good time because I remember it being the 10 most stressful days of my life. <laughs> like, like, but um, yeah, no, that's awesome. Uh, who's next? Yeah, uh, sorry, we've got Tom. Um, uh, Tom Keach. Hi, guys. Just stumbled across your podcast the last few days and watched about 100 episodes. Wow. wow. That's a busy few days. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> uh, question I have uh, after you uh, complete EBC, would there be an option to pay extra to get a helicopter? Look at Kathmandu. I know you normally only use them. Uh, something on my bucket list. Keep up the awesome work. Hopefully, see you on track soon. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, with 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 choppers and things, some of the lodges actually do. So, in Gorakshep um, and Feriche, Dingboche, some of the actual lodges can organise those choppers for you. Um, you know, we obviously have a chat with our guys first, but they can organise that for you. Obviously, an additional cost. Some people, uh, you know, want to, to kind of skip the return journey. Personally. You know, in my experience, the return journey is nice just because you're on the way down, you get more oxygen mm. and you get to see things you don't see on the way up. Because on the way up, you can imagine you know, you're, you've got this challenge, get into Everest Base Camp, your head's down, you've got your poles, you know, and, and we always say stop, take pictures, look around. But sometimes you know, you're in the mode, right? Whereas on the way down, you've done it, you feel great. It's still challenging on the way back, even though you're going down. Is actually like one of the days is like 800 meters of ascent, and that's on the way down. That drives me mad. <laughs> Which is on a, on the big day back to Napcha. Um, but yeah, if you did want to, to do that, mate, there is an option. Um, and obviously the costs, again, like we said earlier, in terms of helicopter companies, they do change. Um, you know, so you can. Is there an option to pre-book on the way back? I don't think there is, is there? You've got to on the choppers. On the choppers, you've got we, to get it at the lodge, right? Uh, we'll have a chat at least that time. Yeah, we. Thing is, well, we can potentially look to look to do it. Um, ideally, we want everyone to kind of walk the whole length of the, you know, walk yeah. from walk, walk from itinerary. You yeah. know, it's look to look via EBC a yeah. lot of the time. Um, yeah, good point. 
if we, I mean, it is possible we can we can prearrange <coughs> a helicopter. The reason why I'm not saying, yeah, 100% we can do it is because if you're relying on that to come back and then there's a weather delay, yeah, it becomes problematic. Nothing in the Himalaya is quite black and white. It can always be yeah. a little bit iffy. Um, and you kind of, and you know, the weather's got to play ball and there's usually a couple of things that have to line up. So what we always yeah. say is we can have a plan, but be ready for that plan to change. And we also need to talk about it day to day yeah. going forward. <laughs> I love Sophie's comment there. Just don't have too many beers at the Irish pub in Namche. Like some of us did and got a chopper to look there. Sounds good. So, uh, some other people got choppers to look there as well. Yeah, tw twice, yeah. <laughs> After what I just said, I've done it. I, uh, well, the thing is, I've done EBC four times. I was going to say, you, 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 I've, you've, you've earned it. I've earned it, yeah. You've earned it. So, um, it. After, after, the, after the first two times, and actually, I... Go on, yeah, i just take the mic out. Yeah, That's yeah. Fine. And, and, and also, shingles. No excuse. No excuse. Yeah, no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Enough. No, 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 you did, you did. You did. Summit or cane. Summit or cane. But no, I love um, that, yeah. No, I can imagine and getting it from, um, what is it? It's either a, a seven-hour hike or a nine-minute chopper ride from uh, Namche to Lukla. So, Sophie, fair dues. Uh, um, <laughs> um, been, there, been there ourselves, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you forget your phone, sometimes it helps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should we tell honest, that? Honest, uh, honest answer. Yeah, honest answer, yeah. Should we tell that one? And uh, we were leaving Gorek Shep one day, and we were just walking, uh, just literally 10 minutes outside of Gorek Shep, and he, oh, I left my phone back at the lodge. All right, mate, <laughs> go and get it goes and gets it and I waited for him for a little bit and then I thought you'll catch up and then overhead and uh Bibek said to me I bet that was Andy and I went no nah, he wouldn't do that <laughs> and then and then as we get to Lobouche a couple of hours later he's like hey boys I was like unbelievable so the joke was then as soon as we set off it was always oh I left my phone back <laughs> well um, you know it perks the job right um yeah so some some customers were getting evacuated and uh and I said, look, guys, you just drop me in Lobuche and I'll surprise the guys. Yeah. Oh, I was just like, How did you get here? Oh, it's such a good surprise. <laughs> that, um, was, that was funny. That was funny. awesome. Becky has said, yes. hi. Hi, Becky. Um, as well as the questions you've mentioned, it would be really useful to cover what unexpected costs people need to be aware of. Should there be delays yeah. due to weather Great and question. how these can be paid for, yeah. i.e. cash, credit card, etc." Is uh, if extra hotel accommodation is required while yeah. waiting for the local flight, is this an extra expense? Are there any other potential expenses to be aware of? If you're unable to afford the helicopter option, is there a cost to transfer to a different trek, for example, Annapurna, BC? Yeah. Um, can this be done before waiting three days for a local flight? So yeah, quite a lot, quite a lot of uh, questions here, Becky. I'll do my best to get all of them Some done. Good ones. Um, so first of all, how they pay? Uh, how they pay? Yeah, you can pay yeah. with cash or card. A lot of the time, if it's card. Um, they'll need to make Excuse a phone me. call and then we can charge the card over the phone. Yeah. Um, but generally there's no problem either way. Unexpected costs are obviously the, the helicopter is a big one. So yeah. if we, so uh, an example of why we might need <coughs> a helicopter, me. you head to Kathmandu or Ramachap, uh, weather comes in, planes yeah. can't fly, but we can get you a helicopter. <coughs> well, yeah, Anuj then would generally get in touch with the helicopter. We'd negotiate the best price possible. <clears throat> that's split evenly between everyone that wants to use it. Yeah. And it's around Ramachap to Lukla, maybe $400. Yeah. Um, and so that is a payment then that needs to be made. If it can't be made and you're there ready to go in the helicopter, you know, we're not completely inflexible. You yeah. just need to let Anuj know and he can let us know. And then we can come up with a plan where we can sort of, you know, discuss a payment option or something yeah. like that. But ideally, you want to pay for it up front. Um, yeah, especially at the moment, isn't it? I know helicopter companies are being a lot stricter 
Um, and you know, it's just ease to, to, to pay up front, yeah, in terms of full day helicopter, just because it's it, it's done, it's dusted, and it's kind of the, the I think the fairest way to, to kind of do it, yeah, um, if that makes sense, yeah. Peter, four hundred dollars, uh, each, yes, yeah. Uh, helicopters, unfortunately, are very expensive, particularly when yeah. you're flying from Ramachap, or even more expensive if you're flying from Kathmandu, but generally, around four hundred dollars each is the best price negotiable that we can get. Um, sometimes get lower, don't they? But it's the demand. Yeah, it, because it, sometimes they'll go, sorry guys, it's 600. Yeah, and the you one... You know, and it's like... Yeah, this is the one thing I want to say as well, guys. It's not... Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. No. I say 400 now because the recent ones that I've dealt with have been around that cost. Yeah. When you arrive, it could be 200 or 600. Yeah. You know, these things are all dependent on where the helicopters are, what the demand is for them. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the, I always give <laughs> the example of helicopters in the Himalaya are like taxis. You want to get a taxi on January the 1st or New Year's Eve, it's going to cost you a lot more than any other yeah. time. That's the kind of way it works because of the amount of demand and things. But one thing, again, to reiterate is we don't, we don't, we don't charge for it. We simply negotiate the price, the best possible price on yeah. your behalf. And you also know that we're doing it with a reputable company that's not going to um, rip you off or anything like that. Yeah. The other one is, um, obviously, if you have to spend extra nights in the hotel. Now, if that happens in Kathmandu, yes, those costs, um, the extra additional nights that you're stuck there, you know, you do have to pay for. Um, generally, I think it's around 60, 60, 60 US dollars, a night. something along those lines. But, yeah. If anyone yeah. wants, if anyone really wants to know message, send yeah, us can, in a message check, yeah, after yeah. this and I'll yeah. double check between 60 and 80, I'd say is a good ballpark okay. um, per night um, for those extra nights and things yeah. like that. We do try our best to take into consideration the circumstances. Yeah. So if there's anything we can do to avoid those costs or lessen them, we'll do it. Because um, sometimes we're trying to negotiate with, um, obviously, because we, we still get charged, um, you know, when it comes to it. And, and obviously the, the hotel will, will, will charge us. Yeah. Um, so obviously then we've, we've got to, you know, it's just basically having a, a chat with them. And if we can uh, avoid it, we will. Um, yeah. Always. A hundred percent. Because the last thing we want is for people to be, charged extra because yeah. we're you know we're not we're not hoity-toity businessmen we're trekkers like you the yeah. first time we ever went out to nepal was as customers ourselves so we took on the risks that you guys take on as well and we yeah. also do every time we go there you know subject to delays and changes and things like that yeah. um you know we've had to pay for helicopters to get from Lukla back to Kathmandu yeah. before um yeah so it is something that we're all subject to um and then the other question was um is there an option so if you if you absolutely can't afford the helicopter yeah. and you you know ebc is no longer an option for you for various reasons can you go to uh, annapurna yes yeah so we absolutely want to avoid a situation where someone is left having to go home early um it's not what we want it's devastating yeah. it's, it would really break my heart if it's, that were to happen i can't remember i mean yeah, over the last six and a half years, we, we, we've never had that before. Have we? No, never. We've always never, managed. Never to, always it. managed to work something out. Yeah, that's the thing. We're not, you know, we're human beings as well. At the end of the day, we're human beings that love the same travel that you guys do. Yeah. So if you come to us with a problem, <clears throat> um, we'll do our best to try and work it. Yeah, and I'm just noticing. I think the last few comments there. Um, obviously, and uh, Jim mentioned eighty dollars. So thanks, Jim. He's a good employee. Like, is that like, Jim? <laughs> he like knows. He knows, he knows his stuff. <laughs> No, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, uh, but I think David mentioned uh, you may find you can claim some of the helicopter costs back from insurance. Was able to do this in 2017. And Bri Bri mentions True Traveler as an optional travel disruption add-on. Yeah, so do check your insurance. Um, definitely any additional costs. I know that there are travel disruption, cancellation insurance, you know, all that stuff. And 
obviously where you know we, we use some of these policies ourselves um more so with true traveler um personally and i know there's yeah there, there are certain covers that can cover you for that if you put purchase them um beforehand yeah um the, then if there if there are significant uh, disruption then you can claim those costs back uh, obviously appreciate you'd have to obviously pay for them first and then claim them um you know so if, if there is an option you can have a credit card or something just to cover those costs or have some you know have some money kind of aside that you can cover them yeah um obviously you will get that back but obviously you have to outlay that first um but yeah cheers guys as well for, for all the you know i know you a lot of our ever trackers have used many different insurers um but you know campbell irving again is another, another one uh, 26 pound for flight delays emily yeah exactly i mean you know insurance isn't it it's one of those things that you don't really want to pay a lot for but i suppose the more you pay you're gonna get better you know um you're gonna get better cover yes that's what i do um i which always is, which is good. i always go for the, the most expensive most yeah. expansive insurance policy i can get yeah. because i'm all about peace of mind which is why i have every vaccination which is why i have so much surplus kit and battery packs <laughs> and everything i just like peace of mind i don't want to stress <coughs> those things. excuse me so i want to make sure that every possible scenario is covered and that's my advice to anyone else as well yeah. i mean these trips we know they're not cheap um and you you, you know that kind of equates yeah. like if you go on an expensive trip you may need an expensive insurance policy to cover you for that as well exactly um andrew makes a good point there about um because i think in terms of like how long does it take you know uh, can this be done before waiting three days for a local flight um i think was from um becky but just in terms of the, the day so like at the moment we've, we've had to become quite creative with this but essentially yeah i mean like anything right you can walk anywhere it's obviously quite far what we've done is um there's a little kind of landing spot at FAPLU. Um, give a little Google, P-H-A-P-L-U. Um, now, I know some other trekkers have had to land there before because they were on their way to um, uh, by helicopter from Kathmandu to Lukla. And because the weather came in and was really bad, they had to make an emergency landing in FAPLU. Now, essentially, this means that if, if we're the complete last resort, you can take a really long coach ride, which is like an entire day, like 12 to 14 hours, then another eight hours Jeep ride, and then another hike before you get to Faplu. So it's a few days mm. to get there. You, um, I think as Andrew mentioned there, there used to be in the old school way, before Lukla was even a thing back in the 50s, was that you used to have to, uh, you could walk from Jiri, uh, which is like several days to get to Lukla. So yeah, there, there are kind of those options in terms of us, but because of time, obviously we're restricted in terms of how many days that we can we can kind of change but yeah there, there's always like a way it's it's just like the, the guys have been on a proper adventure the last couple of days yeah no, um, they've been troopers we, to be fair i think there's two or three teams that have had to do that and we've literally had to hire a um a local uh, bus get the jeeps you know all the logistics we've had to sort just to get people to, to faplu and just so they can get to the everest region um because we know that the, the weather's not going away yep awesome um, um yeah. next is shane Okay. Yeah. First up, thanks to Andy for the video. No worries, Shane. Uh, arriving Kathmandu in a couple of weeks. If we end up getting a chopper, can the cost of the flight, so I, I presume the look of the flight, be put towards the extra cost? And if not, why? Good question, mate. Um, yeah, we've had some questions like this before, and because essentially we, we've got a we don't we don't get this money back <laughs> uh, if we if we book your flights um, and obviously they don't go ahead. We, we don't see any of that, uh, which is why then we can't offset it. If that makes sense um so that you know we'd love to honestly we 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 would do everything we possibly can we don't make a profit out of this um you know in terms of if your flights don't happen 
because obviously these are these have got to be organized in advance yeah um you know and yeah it's, it's hard um i think there are some local companies because i remember when i was over there um myself and i was stuck in lukla and i got the chopper i was able to get like a hundred dollars back or something um but that's because it was i, I was using it, it was a different situation um in terms of getting that money back but we can't get it back unfortunately so you know we'll obviously try and, and get as, as cheap as we can with the helicopter companies but yeah it's um once it's paid for we we, we don't see that yeah exactly we don't want to like we one, one thing as a company we yeah. absolutely we don't want to and have no interest in profiting off anybody's sort of misfortune exactly, so yeah, yeah. if the trip changes or anything like that we yeah. do what we can to make sure that every possible benefit is given to the is given to you guys yeah so you know it's not like we'll say oh no you well we've claimed that now so now you have to buy another one yeah. if we can offset we'll offset if we can change things around and help you we can but generally speaking things like transfers yeah flights uh permits and things like that are all um uh, like a non-refundable option um yeah die uh, Diane Fizakali Barker has said, I think she's asked a couple of questions because I just, yeah, yeah, there. So, if it becomes apparent, it won't be time yeah. to get EBC or at least a couple of days of a trek. Can we switch yeah. to Annapurna? Oh, yes, we can. Hopefully, Diane, you've caught a few answers on that one now. Yes. Um, uh, I'm guessing <coughs> that would be really complicated of changing tea houses. Honestly, our guides are equipped to be able to do that change for you yeah. last minute. Um, so again, it's not, not ideal, but we can do that. We can, you know, we'll have enough time. The second one I'm sure uh, she asked about was uh, reassure you that it's no problem getting a visa on arrival. Yeah. I've done that twice myself, Diane, um, on arrival in Nepal. Yeah. Um, I've done it every time, seven times I've done have it. Have you never got one in advance? No, just got it when I arrived. Oh, right. I thought you did one time. No. No. Never been to London, never done that. I just get it on arrival. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I've done it twice, and then the other two times I got it um, in advance. Yeah. Um, it is one of those things that you get off the plane, you walk down a corridor, and the first hall you go into is the visa hall. Yeah. And there's like a hustle and bustle, and it can be a little bit confusing. But essentially, you need to go to one of the machines that looks like a cash machine, yeah. fill it in, spits out a form, take that to the first counter you see, pay some money. So you will need some dollars. I recommend taking at least like 50, 60, 70 dollars with you yeah. um, to pay for the visa. Um, and then you go to another counter, yeah. and then he stamps it, and then you can go through. Um, that process, depending on how many people are on your flight and other flights, can take an hour yeah. or three. Um, I made a big mistake in Tanzania where I remember that. Yeah, I, we, you didn't we, have lo you didn't have I, I didn't have any do. money on me at all. I thought I could. Do <laughs> I don't know why I assumed this. It was so stupid of me because I've never been able to do it before. Well, it was your first time there. But you I know. thought oh, I'll use my card. Sure, it's no problem. And when I got there, I had no cash. And so yeah, Tanzania being a, a slightly more relaxed country that it is, <laughs> he said, "Well, just go through security, through the metal detectors." through all of that, out the airport, go to the cash point, yeah. draw some money out, come back in the wrong way through security, come back to the visa counter and pay for it. So It I was, was like, quite funny. It was like they actually just let you into the country. Yeah, so I literally left the airport, <laughs> well, went checked. to a cash machine, and yeah. I genuinely thought that I was someone was going to nab me and be like, where's your visa? And I'd get fined or something, but it was fine. And uh, But well, actually, I had to go out, out, draw currency, but you can't use their currency to pay for the visa. So then I had to go to a bureau de change, <laughs> change it for dollars. Uh, by the time I got to the car, I was sweating a lot. <laughs> um, Sean asked a good question, actually. What do you think would be the impact on the level of traffic on the trails? Um, obviously, because of the backlog, right? Uh, but yes, yeah, a very good question. I think knowing the, the kind of trails as they are, maybe the first couple of days might be a little bit busier. But I think a lot of those people will be already kind of up into the, the Kumbu Valley by then. Um, you might see them on the way back. But if you go in two weeks, um, 
you know, it won't be any busier than normal, I would say. Maybe the first couple of days, but, you know, certainly won't be like the, you know, the M25. Um, I think you'll be, I think you'll be fine. Um, yeah. Because once you, once you get further into trip and, and the valley opens up, it's, uh, you, you can have your own space. It's quite nice. Yeah, I think just like up to Namshi and possibly up to Tengboche is where you, after there, it yeah. does seem to thin out. You it know, does, you, doesn't it? you seem to see like as, you know, from Namshi onwards, people are going to three passes, yeah. Gokyo, classic EBC. Mm. Um, there will be some people that will be going to um, Amadablam and things like that. So it, it does spread out a bit. But certainly, anytime you go to a popular destination, you'll see some people. But it's, yeah, it, once everyone's out of Lukla, it, you'll you'll notice it day by day getting thinner in yeah. terms of crowd. Uh, Zach Ashton, have you ever had any problems um, weather-wise or things in nature on the Tube Caltrack? Yeah, good question. I know we've, we've, we've focused on Nepal a lot. But yeah, in Morocco, um, we, we rarely had that kind of issue, only because you haven't got to fly to, to Tupacal. Uh, you know, obviously, you've got to go to Marrakesh. But because you you know you can essentially walk there, i say the only problem you would have if it was extreme weather, if the snow was bad, if there was avalanche risk, you know, that would be the only only thing I would say, which is common in, in any area. We've never had any of those issues um, on Tupacal. Um, talking about other trips, similar um in terms of where you've got to go to i'd say uh killy was was one actually that um surprisingly we were lucky because when we arrived um we arrived into into um <clears throat> i think it was um was it barathu it was barathu um and it was people coming down from um, the summit and literally they couldn't summit because it was too windy they had to get turned around uh, luckily the wind dropped when we yeah, were well, still it, still significant well it was the night before it night was before, for us yeah so it was when we were in karanga yeah we had like it was a big storm yeah yeah and that was the day before we would do the summit because technically yeah. we go to the summit the same night we arrive in Barafa, right mm. so yeah karanga and it was like pink floyd in your tent it was like this big, big storm lights. wasn't it yeah i yeah. was glad we weren't on there at that time but yeah. actually you know well i wouldn't want to have turned around but it would have been pretty epic um we got cold though ours it was, was very cold. Cold. ours was a much was colder cold. night dowie has asked um <laughs> i'm going in may just because those who have been have said it's the best conditions, less likely to have problems. Time. Honestly, yeah, it's a, I'll be honest with you, I, I used to say October was a great time, but a cyclone is something that you can't predict in advance. But I've been in May um, yeah. and I yeah, wonderful conditions. Um, it's an interesting time as well because people tend to go for the summit in May. Yeah. So, um, you know, you brush shoulders with those people that are heading up to, heading up the big boy. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, on the ones on Everest. Um, what else we got here? We've got power banks. I think, I think it might have already been answered, but yeah, what size do you recommend? How many do you recommend? There's loads of good ones. I, I, I've got quite a lot of the big ones. I think they're 26, 800 anchor power banks. They charge your phone kind of several times. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely awesome. Obviously, there's loads of different sizes, but yeah, and I think Prime mentioned there's some offers at the moment. So yeah, it's yeah, it's really good. But I think Prime, Amazon Prime are doing like a two-day Prime really? free thing. Okay. So they might have some on there. Generally, mm -hmm. the bigger the size you get, the less you need. Yeah. If you want to like stay powered for like, two weeks or more yeah generally speaking i take about three with me but um that's because i generally need to stay in contact and charge some devices but otherwise i've known people take one or two yeah just just uh i think shane just put there just spoke to camel and they won't cover extra costs for helicopters travel disruption compensation only yeah it's cancelled either before or when in nepal okay yeah it's i know that it depends on the reason no one insurance companies depends on the reason that you have the helicopter that they because helicopters is a big thing, they might kind of say, no, 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 we don't cover that unless this happens. Um, 
but any some do have travel disruption obviously campbell irving you know they might not offer that other companies might shane so yeah obviously it's good to know it's good to know obviously which companies are if anyone else speaks to their travel company uh sorry the insurance company uh where the travel company yeah. um yeah to insurance company and has similar kind of knowledge then it'd be good to, to do that because we we've, we've heard people claiming it back um and we'll find out who that is with as well because i know true traveler like i said they do have specific ones for that um weather delays um uh, obviously it's quite a big one if you claim because of weather delays um yeah definitely let us let us know um <laughs> I left my, uh, sorry just just looking at um sophie as well if my phone on flight mode yeah that does help so um, helps definitely definitely uh gs insurance do heli back cover so that's a andrew scott okay have to look at some um, have to look at them um definitely awesome uh sophie stokes uh yeah. does the weather look though does it look like it's going to improve due to fly friday. friday okay it actually does look like it's going to improve um for friday um and then i think it was by the time she gets the look right because that's monday by the time she flies yeah i I, positive, I, I spoke to an, i spoke to anush today and he's yeah. pretty confident that the net okay. that those group the one that sophie is is, is not gonna have a yeah. problem but again the thing's black and white uh yeah. and we can't control the weather but at the moment it's looking relatively positive for that yeah um yeah it's one of those where it's gonna be a little bit kind of squeaky bum time when it comes to the weather um and, if it was me i'd still i'd still yeah. be going and i would I would just sort of uh yeah hope for the best that with weather wise but at the moment the information has is that it's going to get better on friday but yeah. for how long is, is questionable yeah and you know some people uh we had a lot of people actually come back yesterday and wanted to, to kind of move as well like obviously if, if the if the disruption is too much and you're kind of thinking okay actually i kind of want to <clears throat> have a bit more certainty don't forget we, we, we can move your move your trip obviously i know there's obviously costs involved if you've got to change your flights things like that but um, just let you know there are options and if you do want to kind of be a bit more reassured and move to the spring or even next year um just let us know you know unfortunately we had quite a lot of re uh rescheduling people during covid so uh yeah we kind of used to it now um obviously we don't really want that we want you guys to go and have an awesome time but just let us just you know we're here if, if you want to do that so well. he's 110 percent so we'll go in Awesome, because she's an ever tracker. <laughs> no, great stuff. Well, look, um, I know we've got a few minutes left, and yeah, just to kind of swing back to what we were talking about, I, and and really the title of it is weathering the weather, and is really around. Look, you know, the, the the weather is is challenging at the moment. Um, you know, obviously very, very, very unseasonal in terms of it's not normally like this this far into October. Um, obviously, there's been some sort of bad typhoons, that kind of stuff, and it's really just about kind of looking at it and, and remembering that you know the, these things do happen try and remain as flexible as possible we're all we're on your side um whatever happens um so we're there to to, to make things as easy as possible um you know and and, and obviously the guys on, on the ground as well are there to, to, to help you um you know and just just kind of maybe give them a little pat on the back when you're out there because obviously when they're out there i'd love to be oh, well done anush um yeah say hello to anush for us obviously we've been chatting to him personally on the phone but uh, and the rest of the team but yeah definitely um you know look after the guys out there they'll look after you um don't forget the human beings as well you know they're, they're dealing with all of this craziness um you know and, and and they're trying to sort the helicopters accommodation transport everything kind of last minute is a bit bit nuts um you know and i want to give i want to give them a, a kind of high five you know for that um virtual high five um yeah and so if you're out there give them a physical high five because they're awesome yeah great team 
Um, but yeah, Dave, any any final thoughts on the weather, mate? I know we've we've kind of covered loads today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't don't. I mean, I'm not going to do. It. I was going to do a pun thing. Don't let it dampen your spirits, you know, and stuff like that. But honestly, guys, yeah, it is about just you know. Sometimes the weather does play a hand in what we do, yeah. especially when it comes to adventure travel. Yeah. If you go into a really populated place, the, all that means is you're going to get wet. If you go into a place as remote as Lukla and the, and the Everest region, then it, it it might mean that you have to make some changes that um, are, are a bit uncomfortable. Um, but honestly, that's part of the adventure. And the tougher yeah. the journey, the greater the prize. So, Love you know, it. it's a greater story to tell when you get back, you know, the, the perseverance. Yeah. And you don't want to, you know everyone goes to sometimes you, you want to come back from ebc and you want to have a story of daring do and an adventure you don't want to come back and see no everything was fine <laughs> you know, but uh, i mean i suppose i, 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 yeah. suppose I want that i want yeah, that yeah, yeah. i sleep better but um you know when you come back and you say we have to do this we have to do that we change this we had yeah. this mad car journey it's a story that you can tell your kids and your grandkids and exactly you know um or if you're like me, you can just tell your mates. <laughs> Definitely. No, I, I, Dave's right. You know, these kind of things, they, they do make for a more interesting story when you look back on it, right? Um, but hopefully we can we can minimise that as um, the impact as, as much as we can. Yeah. Um, but stay safe, everyone. Um, it's been great today. Um, you know, I hope today's been useful in some way, just in terms of understanding the weather and, and, and what, what, what can happen, um, you know, what, what options there are. Um, you know, and also, you know, how we work things. Um, yeah, so I hope it's it's definitely um, useful in some way. Uh, if you are due to go, have a safe flight over. Yeah. Um, if you do want to reschedule, as as we said, as I said in my video yesterday, and some of the FAQs, there there are options. Um, you know, if you want to move it, a bit more certainty. Uh, fingers crossed about the weather. Um, as Dave mentioned, hopefully getting better. Even though obviously into next week, it, it looks like it's getting challenging again. But you know, the weather, for, the long term forecasts always change, don't they? Um, you know, so uh, definitely keep an eye on those. I've been keeping an eye on the live cam and look at Buddha Lodge. Give that a little Google. That's been quite interesting. Um, but no, we hope it's been useful in some way. Um, it's given you some confidence, hopefully, that, you know, we're on your side and we're, we're looking after you as best we can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week. We've got a big one next week. Really excited. Um, it is going to involve some sort of boots. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely update you. We're, um, we're not going to give you a little clue. It's not going to be in this room. We're doing it back in the other room. <laughs> okay, right. It's not in the Evertrek office at all. Are we working from home again? Nope. Well, I guess I'll find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's going to be great anyway. But uh, no, no, we'll see you next week. Um, it, I say it's going to involve boots, going to involve equipment. So have a guess where that's going to be. Um, but yeah, and we'll, uh, anything you need, just reach out to the team. That's what we're here for. And we will see you next week. Stay frosty. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. So that's a weather-related sign-off. Stay frosty. Wow, you got it in there. Yeah. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.